everyone. Alan Schimmel, DevOps.com, here for another DevOps chat. Uh, this DevOps chat, we're very happy to be joined by an old friend of DevOps.com, Hayden Lindsay, uh, VP and Distinguished Engineer for uh, DevOps and Enterprise Systems at IBM. Hayden, welcome. Thanks a lot, Alan. Good to talk with you again. Always a pleasure, Hayden. Um, Hayden, we'll get right down to it. Uh, lot, lots going on, well, in the world of DevOps, but also lots going on over at Enterprise Systems in IBM. Um, so let, let's jump in. First of all, Hayden, you know, I know, I don't know if our audience knows, but they will now. You you are uh, relatively hands-on in going out there and speaking to real live people and uh hearing what their challenges are in, you know, everything, not just DevOps, but this whole kind of digital reinvention, digital transformation that companies are going, are undergoing. Um, how, how is, how would, you know, how, how in a bigger picture, how's DevOps helping them with that? And then specifically, how are you and your team at IBM helping them with this? Yeah. So uh, I, do very much enjoy getting out from the lab. I mean, I like visiting the lab, love visiting the lab and my teams, but I like getting out, meeting with clients. And so I do a good bit of travel around the world, meeting with them either individually or at conferences such as Edge that we had in Vegas last week. Um, and in general, I'm talking to them about how to modernize or transform and, of course, a lot of focus these days is on the digital transformation. Um, you know, just like some years ago, everything was about service orientation and so and all that. Now, I think intellectually, most clients understand that they need to modernize. And of course, the ones I'm talking to are clients that have mainframes, but they're, you know, every single one of those clients have distributed systems and they have most of them now have some form of mobile app and of course they've got web apps so they have all different types of platforms. And I think they all intellectually understand that they need to do a better job of leveraging the investments they've made in their back-end systems over the years. And so what we're talking to them now about is, you know, hybrid cloud topology uh, API management or the API economy, which is, you know, the latest and greatest way of exposing uh, systems for use by applications on other platforms and via other technologies. And the way DevOps fits, that's how you go about doing it. If you want to be mod modifying systems and you need to do it in a, at a rapid pace and yet in a low-risk, high-quality manner, DevOps is the answer. And now getting people to, you know, they can, getting them from intellectual understanding to, to action, sometimes that's the challenge. So that's why we get out and talk to them. Absolutely. Um, so, Hayden, uh, big news in, or at least, you know, in our world and specifically in your division was a couple of months ago, you guys announced a uh, exciting acquisition. You want to share that with our audience? I would love to. Yes, and it took, took quite a while to get this uh, announcement out the door, but uh, on June 24th of, of this year, we announced the acquisition of a company uh, called EasySource. 
they and I've been aware of them for quite some time been familiar with the the CE, former CEO and and all that for quite some time they have a very strong offering in the area of what we call application discovery and understanding and basically what it does is it looks at source code looks at schedulers looks at JCL looks at all different sources of information on mainframe systems but also distributed systems and then helps you do what-if analysis impact analysis it helps you understand the reason we talk about understanding it helps you uh, understand these very large and complex systems by visualizing linkages, control flow, data flow, many things like that. So it's a very, very powerful tool. Supports IBM technologies, but many, many non-IBM technologies as well. So we view this as a, an essential first sort of step one if you're going to go about modernizing for purposes of a digital transformation or any other purpose, you need to understand what you have. And so we're, we're very excited to be able to offer our, this to our clients. And just by the way, it's called Easy Source now, but as of uh, October the 4th, we will rebrand it IBM Application Discovery. And we're combining that with some other uh, solutions that we have around application delivery intelligence or what we like to call cognitive DevOps mm -hmm. to give a very comprehensive uh, understanding and uh, improvement offering. Got it. So that, that triggered something with me, Hayden. You know, last year at Interconnect, cognitive was such a an overriding, overarching theme of Interconnect. So much so that, you know, you guys are kind of breaking out. I don't know if it's called Watson World or whatever, but a, 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 a conference just dedicated to Watson and, and I guess things cognitive. And now we're using the term cognitive DevOps. Um, why don't you share with our audience, if you don't mind, a little bit about what you mean by cognitive DevOps? Yeah, and in fact, from Interconnect last year, we introduced that term associated with a new offering that we had called IBM application uh, delivery intelligence and I'll explain in a minute what it's about but the more we started thinking about it the more we realized DevOps is 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 of course important but how do you how do you improve day after day week after week month after month you know, after you have maybe automated all your tests or you actually do have an automated uh, delivery pipeline, um, how do you continue to improve? And that's where we thought we would be able to look at different types of data that is owned by, owned or whatever, or created by various tools in the overall development and delivery lifecycle. And by combining these different sources of information we believe and I'll give you an example but we believe we can actually make recommendations to our clients about how to be much more efficient in what they're doing 
to, to reduce risk, to improve quality, to improve uh, productivity. So our MVP, and it really is an MVP, we're trying to take, take that concept seriously, it was focusing on testing because in the mainframe space, but also in a lot of other spaces, there is still a lot of manual testing that goes on. And so that's obviously in the you know, DevOps parlance, that's, that's waste and it's error prone because it's being done by humans and they're going to make mistakes and it's slow. And so we combined information around test coverage, code coverage, tied to test cases, and then map that to change sets that we can observe that you change, you know, these three lines of code from when you open it in the editor and from when you save it and check it back into a source code management system. And then we can tell you of let's just say 10,000 test cases that you only need to run 12 of them and you know this would save time if, if the tests were automated but it saves phenomenal amount of time if you're doing this manually so that's one example of the type of insight you know pulling information from a variety of sources to help people do DevOps better and so therefore I claim that equals cognitive Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> so, Hayden, you kind of opened a little bit of a, a genie's bottle with MVP. Um, you know, one of the, I guess one of the issues, and you probably know this from running around and speaking to them, is this whole, how do you get customers comfortable, right? Especially big companies that are doing, you know, once a year updates to their app. And say, hey, guess what, guys? We're going to do an MVP release, you know, weekly or, or even monthly to start with. Um, you know, what, how, how do you, I mean, that, that's, that, you want to talk about a shock to the system. How, how are you getting, and especially we're talking enterprise systems with mainframes and Z systems and so forth. How, how do you, how do you get them comfortable around that? It takes time. <laughs> It has what, to be more than time. More than time, right? What you need to do is you need to get small wins, and you need to gain confidence by getting small wins and progressing. If you think about what it takes to get a true, truly integrated, continuous integration, continuous delivery pipeline, it takes many, many, many. Uh, different efforts. You have to do test automation. You need to do uh, deployment and configuration automation. You need to have uh, powerful tools maybe for test case generation on and on. There's many things to do. You can't do it all at once. So what we do is we actually offer DevOps assessments uh, for our clients to go in, talk to their SMEs, figure out where the low-hanging fruit is, where's the where are their biggest pain points, and then put together a, a roadmap to say, all right, we recommend you start here. And don't and start with something where there's going to be real value if they're successful, but also don't try to get them changing six or eight things in their overall development life cycle at once because in all likelihood, you change that many things at the same time, you're going to fail. So it's about getting small wins to help them become comfortable that what people are saying in the DevOps community, what we're 
recommending to them can actually be done even if they've been doing things a different way for the last 30 years because that is in fact the reality we're, we're I like to tell people my biggest competitor not to not to slam any other folks out there but my biggest competitor is inertia yeah. people are comfortable doing things the way they've been doing them and we have to come up with an argument about why it really makes a lot of sense to change. Yeah. And, and you know what, Hayden, unfortunately, <clears throat> it's almost a law of physics. The bigger, the bigger, the organization, the more the inertia and, uh, and the more it takes to, to, to push it down. And, um, you know, in doing that, I, I do think you're right. It, it is small wins it is little things building up momentum, breaking down these silos, if you will, between dev, ops, and even QA and security and, and a bunch of other stuff. Um, right. The other thing, Alan, that I'll just say is that, you know, it's not just a vendor like IBM or any of the other vendors out there saying it. There are many clients, and you, you hear these Folks talk at, for example, at uh, you know the Gene Gene Kim's uh, DevOps Enterprise Summit, which is coming up here in San Francisco in a few weeks or a month or so. The stories are amazing, and so the DevOps success stories are not by any means limited to the born on the web companies. There are many many enterprise companies like Nationwide, like Fidelity Investments, many others that embrace this even before we were using the term DevOps and they're very very mature but they are they're leading the way but if you are in the insurance industry and you're not at the forefront and you say oh Nationwide's doing that maybe I better pay attention so it's good to have some role model companies out there that are also willing to share their story so I think that's great Absolutely. You know, speaking of sharing a story, I, I just wanted to mention, Hayden, as long as we have you on, that coming up on October 25th, later this month, we're going to have a great uh, webinar with our friends at IBM I, uh, on breaking down the barriers or the silos between dev and ops. And um, I don't know if you want to talk about it a little bit, but well, we've got obviously. our friend Rosalind. And, I'm yeah, sorry, Rosalind. Rosalind's uh, one of our distinguished engineers, and she and I have been working together for a number of years now. Um, she and Dave Willabier, who's from the cloud uh, uh, architecture and emerging technologies area, are going to talk about this, you know, how the types of things that you can do and we need to be doing. To, instead of just using this term DevOps and thinking it's you know more about automating that handoff from dev to ops but what about the ops back to dev and how can we more effectively utilize uh, systems management and monitoring information to then provide so this is just another example of providing improved insight back to the development community so that they can do things better and it turns out this is actually an area that we're actively working on for that that uh, application discovery intelligence offering that I mentioned previously because there's you know there's a wealth of information in the what you think of as the system administrators realm or the ops realm 
that could be combined with development information to, to get some really interesting insights. So this is what we're exploring. It's also an area where we're trying to find sponsor users uh, in the client community to help us. You know, let them tell us, okay, I wish I could know or get some insight about this area. And then that can get us thinking about what type of data we would need in order to provide those types of recommendations. But so Rosalind and Dave will discuss some of their thinking around that area. Got it. Um, lastly, you know what, Hayden, we're probably way over time. I'm just going to ask you one more question if it's okay. And that is, we were talking, you know, off offline before we got on about both of our schedules, spending way too much time on the road. Uh, what, what events are you uh, on your, on your plate coming up that people might catch you at or, or might be of interest? Well, one that I have been to and I spoke at the inaugural one was, was this one I mentioned just a moment ago, Gene Kim's uh, yep. DevOps Enterprise Summit. It's uh, here, in, here in San Francisco, which is where I live now, and so it's extraordinarily convenient. <laughs> and yeah. so that's the, the November 7th through the 9th. And, and I think it's just amazing the stories that you hear there. So I intend to be there for the three days. And then... I'm sure there will be others that will come up, but the big, our big annual one is Interconnect, which uh, this year, instead of being in February, is going to be the March the 19th through the 23rd, uh, yet again in Vegas. So, and there will be maybe many more, but those are the two that are on the calendar at the moment. Got it. Um, actually, I'm looking forward to. I'm not looking forward to both of those. I will be. Of course, at Gene Kim's event, filming again and um, doing interviews. And we're making some big plans for Interconnect this year, Hayden. I can't announce them right now, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Anyway, Hayden, we, we've gone way over time. I apologize. But I want to thank you for uh, joining us today on DevOps Chats. Continued uh, success with with the enterprise and DevOps team, or DevOps and the enterprise team at IBM. And let's have you on again soon, and let's catch up. Sounds good, Alan. Take care now. Always a pleasure. Hayden Lindsay, VP and Distinguished Engineer, IBM DevOps Enterprise Systems. Thanks for being this uh, episode's guest on the DevOps Chat. This is Alan Schimmel for DevOps.com, and see you again on our next DevOps Chat. <laughs> <laughs>